This is the Afternoon Commune Podcast, a podcast about all things cozy and seasonal, a place for people to come together and share what makes their hearts sing. Welcome, friend. Well, hello, guys, and welcome back. I am your host, Alyssa Shalom. I am so excited to be recording the second episode. I didn't realize how much I missed recording until I literally just pressed record, and then I get really excited and cheesing really hard. But I feel like it's been so long. But yeah, I I think it's been like, what, two weeks or maybe three weeks since I've been recording. Um, Don't mind Misty in the background. She, um... One of her toys has catnip in it. She's obsessed with the squid toy and she just like starts making a whole bunch of sounds when she's playing with it. But anyways, so (laughs) work has, aside from the fact that I took a trip to Korea with my friends, um, work has been beating my behind. Um, The holiday season is coming. I work for Michaels, I'm a manager at Michaels. And a lot of people have been quitting because our holiday hours are extending and they don't want to work that long. And also a lot of them are high schoolers. So it's like, I get it. You want your holiday break and you're in school and you have to get up in the morning to go to school. So working until 10 and not getting home to almost 11 for some is very extreme. Um, But because they're quitting, that means I have to stay more hours. And so my work schedule has just been insane. Um, But yeah, still love my job and still excited to continue. I'm actually excited for the holiday season because when the store gets kind of down and slow, it gets really boring. I like when there's a lot of people and there's just a lot going on because time passes a lot quicker so I can go ahead and go home. (laughs) But basically, I sometimes get off work early. So today I got off at 6 p.m. But I, once I'm coming from work, I immediately crash on the bed, like immediately just fall on the bed and pass out. And usually I'll wake up in the middle of the night, but obviously because it's the middle of the night, I can't like record a podcast at normal volume. So I just don't do it at all. So I think I just need to make a schedule to do it early in the morning and do it that way um, in order to get episodes out. Cause I really am passionate about the topics of this podcast and just what this podcast is about. I'm excited for the conversation to have with my friends that I end up having on this podcast. And yeah, I just want to take it very seriously. So, Let's get a little bit more into Korea since we're, you know, I mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned that in the first episode or not, but me and my friends took a five day trip to Korea. It was all of their first time going, including my husband. It's my second time going. I like to say it's kind of like a little pre, when I went, it was pre-COVID. So it's like a pre-COVID trip and then post-COVID trip. Even though, yes, COVID is still very much so going on. Um, It was a couple's trip and I just like had a blast. And I know it was only because of my friends, only because my friends pushing me to continue to go on and have fun and let's still go out and do things, et cetera. Because, you know, my moods can change here and there. And there was like a little bit of stuff going on. But aside from that, my friends really pushed me and made my experience just like way better than my past experience. Like my first time going was horrible experience. I think I mentioned before, if I didn't mention on my last podcast, I went on a mission trip with the church and it was very restrictive and just very like, it was just unfair and we were all adults and I felt like we were being treated as children and we weren't allowed to go anywhere. We weren't allowed to go out even just in like pairs. We didn't have control of our money and what we could spend on it and even just food wise, especially because I was vegan back then. So literally I was eating 
um, gas station ramen. And that was basically it the whole trip because people didn't want me like to get me proper food. And so, yeah, it just was not a good trip. But this trip, great. Like, oh my gosh, had so much fun. We went to um, the palace and we tried on traditional Korean clothing, hanbok. And it was just, oh my gosh, from like getting to go to the place to pick it out and seeing so many beautiful variations of it to walking to the palace and then being in the palace is just, it was an experience in itself. It was great. It was so great we did we went to many different cafes went to animal cafes where like actually had different animals i got to hold a snake and that's my first time ever holding a snake i surprisingly really like snakes i think as a kid i didn't but i think it's just because of the stereotype that snakes are scary and they can kill you and they have venom but when you actually like follow uh, people who have snakes who treat snake who show snakes in a positive light they're actually just really cute little animals um but i don't know everybody's gonna think that but i thought it was just adorable i really wanted to hold the albino one but they were like she was in a mood so i was like okay but like i really want a photo with the albino one but whatever um <laughs> we did karaoke and that honestly is probably my favorite moment us going to like this really like just randomly like oh i want to go to notabong which is karaoke in korean and we were just like walking up the street we picked a random one and it ended up being the most beautiful karaoke place it had chandeliers it had like lit up tile floors these really extravagant bougie leather um couches it was like we had a city view it was amazing and it was only like i think i want to say like 18 dollars for two and a half hours and then he gave us an extension of a a grace of like an extra 15 or so yeah, it was just really, really great. Um, we went to different markets. Like we went to Guangzhou Market, which is the most popular market in Seoul. And then we also stayed at this Parisian style hotel. It's called L'Escape. And it is stunning, super romantic, like really romantic. Parisian style, had a clawfoot tub. It had a really fancy bidet. I have never used a bidet before, but Koreans use bidets. Like that's just like common anywhere. Like even public bathrooms, just full on bidet with the seat warmer and everything. And I was just like, wow, I need this in my life. After, cause the first time I went, I was terrified. I did not want to use it. Um, but then I tried it and I was like, okay, like this is actually really helpful. And I definitely feel a lot more clean. And why doesn't America have these? But I mean, we do, but I mean like more like how they have it, like even in public places and stuff like that. Like we need to step our game up, but yeah, food delicious. Oh gosh, so good. So many good kimchi's. I'm a kimchi lover. I could eat a whole pot of kimchi. All the kimchi's I had were delicious so good except i got this one kimchi from the market and i thought there was a long line i was expected to be so good and it was bad and i was like i <sighs> it was very disappointing and i still look back at that really like bad about it because like i literally waited in that long line for what like nothing um <laughs> but anyways so yeah Korea was great. That was the first time some of my friends were meeting and they got along so well and just clicked. And now we have like our own little like group and it's just really cute. We're like planning more trips. It's really, really exciting. I just, I feel like 
the group of friends that I have now online and in person, I've been wishing for my entire life. Like I've never, like I feel like I've been searching my whole life for a group of friends. And at one point I was like, oh, I just give up. Maybe I don't need a group of friends. Maybe, you know, that's just not for me. And, you know, maybe I'm just meant to just have all these associates and not really friends. But, you know, with patience, and time and just not thinking about it. Kind of like when people say, like when it comes to romantic relationships, like when you focus on yourself and you're not thinking about it, that's usually when it happens. And I can gladly say that like the friends that I have, I've been friends with them for years, like years, like in a couple years, it'll be a decade. Like not like, I want to say for one of them in about three or four years, it'll be a decade. And for my online friends, actually, I have a friendship that's almost a decade too in about three years. So these are like long commitment friendships. It's just, I noticed with a lot of my friends for a long time, cause we were like growing up, of course, we're all young, we're all in our twenties. So about in high school, obviously you kind of like have gaps of where you guys aren't talking like that. Cause you know, you, I, didn't, I didn't live close to a lot of my friends. I didn't have a lot of freedom as a kid, even when I was in college. And so now that we're adults and I'm, you know, in my own space, I have my own car, I'm able to make my own decisions. I'm able to like, you know, intentionally reach out to these people and we've grown so much closer in the years. And I'm just really grateful. Um, I really love my friends. That's basically, that's basically what I'm getting to. I'm very grateful for my friends and I understand I'm like really, really lucky because not everybody can say they have a group of friends that they trust and are like extremely comfortable with and, you know, support you and love you and uplift you. So yeah, um, moving on, I want to talk about because this is a podcast about cozy things. So start off with Korea, because Korea is very cozy to me. Love it. The, Air, the, the Airbnb was cozy. The hotel was cozy. The food had me feeling warm and cozy. The weather was nice and cozy. It was great. Um, <laughs> but moving on to other things. So something I kind of want to talk about is how I've basically been getting back into my old habits. So when I was like stuck at home, um, because I was... I was in public school for a while and then sophomore year of high school, my parents put me in online school and I was literally stuck in my room, not really going out, no extracurricular activities, nothing um, until college. And then I went to community college for about a year or two. And then after that, I went to like a regular university eventually moved out. I actually moved out, came back and moved out again. Cause when I was in Korea the first time I came back and I actually was just visiting my parents. But then I ended up stuck there for two years because of COVID. <laughs> it's really crazy to think about like you visit and then literally as soon as you get there, like you get news of COVID and then you have to quarantine for, t and then two years pass stuck in my parents' house again. It was just like, this is just crazy. Um, but yeah, growing up as a child, cause I definitely had to like, I had to be creative. I had to do a lot of things because I didn't really have anybody to talk to. I wasn't going out or anything like that. So I've always been a book reader. I've always been into puzzles, all kinds of games and et cetera. And I'm kind of like getting back into that, like, I don't want to say childish, but that young spirited activities, I guess you could say. 
because I feel like with adulthood, especially because now I have a quote unquote big girl job, I get so tired to where I don't even like, I'm like, oh, I can't do anything. But then on my off days, when I choose to do something, I realize it really is mental. Like if I want to read a book, I could read a book. It's just, I'm choosing not to because I'm telling myself I'm too tired to, or no, I can't. Um, but now that I'm like pushing myself to do those things and realize like, hey, this is for your enjoyment. It's not a chore. You're doing it because you actually enjoy it and you actually like it. Because I feel like also because time has passed so much of me not doing these little cutesy things that I like to do. It's almost like I forgot how good they made me feel. And so because of that, I view them as a chore. Or like I got to mentally prepare myself. But then just like with this podcast, for example, I actually almost didn't do the podcast. I was like, oh, this is a chore. I'm going to have to like get myself out of bed. I'm going to have to do et cetera. But once I actually grabbed the mic and did it, I'm energized. I'm up. I'm enjoying myself. I love doing what I'm doing. And so it definitely is a, a mindset thing. So I've just been trying to get myself more into like that youthful life again, because I don't want to start being an adult in the sense of you don't have, you know, you're just work, 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 work chores, clean the house, work, 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 finances, work, work, work. And then when you get older, you like retire and that's your fun life. I want to keep that youthful, free spirited, fun energy throughout my life. I don't want it to be where like, (laughs) excuse me. I don't want it to be like, I'm just that adult, cold, non-fun, almost bitter adult that's just stressed with the world and the thing and the stressors of it. It's just, it's really tiring and I know it really is a mindset. Um, And I'm realizing that more and more. So I'm trying to return to that youth-like child, um, that youth, I was about to say youth-like childish, but youth-like activities and spirit that I had before. And I feel like definitely being around kids, that's why I love being a nanny. And I'm also now an art education major, being around kids definitely helps with that. And it helps me to like, cause you have to do the things that they do. You have to color, you have to do puzzles, you have to go outside, you have to go to a playground. And they don't want you to just like sit there with them and just watch them. They want you to do it too. And so being able to do those things and like, you know what? I do like puzzles and I went and bought puzzles yesterday because I was like, you know what? I was doing puzzles with Emma, the girl I was nannying um, like earlier this year. And I was like, I was doing puzzles Emma and I enjoyed it. Granted, they were only like a 15 to 25 piece puzzle. So I finished that in no time, but I still enjoyed myself. I was like, hey, I do like puzzles. I used to like puzzles. So I was like, being around children definitely encourages that childlike youthful spirit. And I don't know, it's just really inspiring and it just feels really good to be back to doing what I like to do. And it's not just like I'm in this, stuck in this cycle of work, 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 wake up, work, wake up, work, sleep, work. Like it's just really tiring, it gets really depressing and it's just, no. And a couple of things that inspire me to do this, aside from, like I said, being a nanny, being around a lot of kids, is also, it's the people I follow on Instagram, it's people I watch on YouTube. They definitely inspire me because I feel like the whole cottage core community as a whole is focused on cozy, youthful living. And also homemaking for a lot of people. But 
it really is just a youthful, fun, loving, but also strangely enough, mundane life. And it helped me to realize that, you know, a mundane life doesn't have to look like where it's just gray and it's bland and it's like you're not doing anything. It's finding joy in the very small, simple, routinal things. Is routinal a word? I don't know if it is, but we're gonna use it. Um, and so I kind of want to share a few YouTubers that I really, really love. I've been watching majority of them for years. Starting off from number one, of course, it's gonna be something Korea related. So Carry Cakes. So it's gonna be C-A-R-I-C-A-K-E-S, Carry Cakes. Love her, I've been following her for years. She's a lifestyle YouTuber and she lives in Korea, lives in Seoul. She is not Korean. Um, I don't know like specifically her race, but she's Caucasian. And she's just like the cutest little thing. She just lives her life. She does corporate work. But in spite of that, once again, of her having an office job and et cetera, she does so many different things. And like I said, that also really encourages me. And just the culture in Korea in general is like, they work all day but they're out all night. It's like, you know, work's not gonna stop me. Being tired isn't gonna stop me from enjoying my life. And I just really love that. And I noticed in actually a lot of cultures that is the case, but in America, for some reason, it's like, no, we gotta wait till Friday. We gotta wait till our off day. And that's when you have fun. If you do it any other time, you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna regret it the next day because you're gonna be so tired. But I'm like, I don't think being tired after doing that would lead to regret. Cause yeah, I'm tired, but I'm tired cause I was having fun. So it's actually like a good thing. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that's my perspective. And I feel like that's a lot of people's perspectives. But anyways, so she does like lifestyle stuff of going like cute cafe. She does like cute little art doodles in her sketchbook. She loves museums, talks about books a lot. She actually has a separate book channel, but I forgot the name of it. But yeah, it's just the cute, cozy aesthetics of Korea and I love it. So definitely check her out. Next person is Endora World. So it's gonna be I-N-D-O-O-R-A. W-O-R-L-D, love, 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 love this YouTube channel. It is like the most aesthetic YouTube channel I have ever seen. It's like an Instagram post, a highly aesthetic Instagram post within a YouTube video. Like she definitely brought the aesthetic of her her Instagram into the YouTube channel. Cause I don't know, it's like, it's weird. Cause like some people I follow on, on Instagram and they make YouTube channels, it's not the same vibe. It's like, it's almost completely different. Like it's not, they're not bringing that aesthetic into the video, but she is almost like a, it's almost like she took her Instagram posts and animated them to be real life. It's just, it's like so perfect. But she does a lot of like cozy kitchens, so like baking and things like that. But then also just um, interior design and like just really cute cozy days in the life. And it's just, gosh, it is stunning. Um, next person, I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong. Nekoniwa, she's Japanese and it's N-E-K-O-N-I-W-A. She does a lot of gardening and homemaking type stuff. I didn't wanna add too many homemaking video um, channels cause I wanna make a homemaking video, but I follow a lot of people who just do like homemaking things from cleaning and cooking, but finding the coziness and joy in doing that. But I wanna make a whole nother video about that. So I really, really tried to like not include too many of them because I noticed there was a pattern when I was writing the list out of like homemakers. Oh <laughs> but super cute stuff. 
And then also, next one, her name is, not her name, but her YouTube name is Choki, another Japanese channel, C-H-O-K-I, love. Cute little cottage videos, cooking, cats, bunnies, adorable. It's all, it's like out of a Studio Ghibli movie. Like, that's how I would describe her videos. It's like Secret Life of Arietti in real life. Like the inside of their little home, it's like that in real life. And then lastly, I could watch this channel all day long. I even have it in the background, playing in the background sometimes. Been following her for years. It's called Kimmy, K-I-M-I. She is a Korean lifestyle vlogger, specifically gardening. It's like, I'm not, it's it's like she lives in the countryside of Korea. You never see her face. It's literally like um, first person view of gardening. And I guess she lives in like the countryside of Korea in this gardening community. Cause, and that's what I love. And that's why I think I like it so much because it's not her gardening by herself. She literally, it's like this big old amount of land and they all, plant together, harvest together. It's a group effort. And then they all take and bring it home. And then she always makes a super delicious meal after. And I can watch these videos like all day long because it just showcases every season and the beauty of it and the produce that comes during each season and the hard work that goes into it. I love it. It is such a great YouTube channel. Like I, out of all of them, well, let me not say that. It just depends. If you like talking and stuff, carry cakes for sure. But if you like no music, just like watching stuff, then I would say Indoor World and Kimmy for sure. Um, so yeah, those are my YouTube channels that I would recommend for like cozy lifestyle. Definitely check them out. Not sponsored, of course. I just want to show some love. And yeah, I think I'm going to end the video here. For my next video, I would like to do a collaborative video. Um, it's probably gonna be with my husband. I really want to do the Ghibli, um, rate every Ghibli movie with him. And I think it's gonna be so funny. For that one, I'm actually gonna record a video. I'm gonna repost it on podcast, but I'm also gonna record a video on my YouTube channel. Cause I think it'll be funny to see in person too. But we just have to finish watching the Ghibli movies. He has not seen every one. So that's why it's like, he can't really rate them cause he hadn't seen them, but we're gonna get to it and we're gonna binge watch all of them and then we'll come back and make a podcast episode about it. So yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting so much. I really, really appreciate it. And yeah, I'll see you guys later.